What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is FCB Radio, where real talk lives. Visit us online at fcbradio.com. Yep. Something's happening. Sounds like something's about to explode. And we're back and we're back and we're back for another episode of the Jeff Brown Show, the hottest show in the city of Cleveland. Right now we're going in and um, I don't know what they're laughing about, but, uh, you know, they got passing phones and notes and all kind of stuff in the introduction of the show. So let me just introduce the team here. My lovely radio wife, the lovely side of the show. Um, Sassy, I almost forgot her name for some reason. I almost Ooh, forgot my, her name. Just, Why would just, you admit just, that to me? I was just about to say, I almost, almost called name. you something. Why? Why are you going to call me? Hey, Angela Smith from Facebook. And uh, how you doing today? Yo, because I forgot your name. Yeah. You can't have no dead air, so you got you to respond. <laughs> I was just about to say. <laughs> How about I respond to here but smacking you? Yeah, okay. I'm so, good. I'm that's good. All right. good. Then we you got feel the all right? Oh, I feel great. I feel good. good. You, you know. Should. Uh, got the uh, referee in the house. Mr. Kingpin himself. What's going on, good people? <laughs> All right. Oh, man, I feel good. I want to get into this. I, You know what? I want to get into this. So uh, after last week's uh, uh, controversy, I, I guess I have some, I uh, guess I got a little bit more work to do. Uh um, first of all, our hearts go out, our hearts and thoughts and prayers go out to the families in El Paso, Texas. Also, the families in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, it's Dayton, Mr. President, not Toledo. Mm. Just wanted to say that out there, so hopefully maybe somebody can, you know, pass him the message. Um, we are living in some, some turbulent times right yeah. now. Yeah. And um, uh, Dario and I, uh, we are having a conversation. But before I can get into that earlier conversation he and I had, um, I'm reminded of a uh, movie. Um, anybody know me? They know that I am a movie buff. We know now. And, um, <laughs> well, y'all probably didn't know, but most people do know me, know that. But anyway. I do know the, um, um The movie, The Book of Eli. Anybody ever seen? Have y'all seen that movie? No, you never no, seen that I movie seen it. with Denzel Washington. No. Okay, the setting of the movie is the rapture happened, and there were people left behind, and it was Armageddon, and people were surviving, and um, 
all the books had been destroyed in the world. It was uh, so these people were pretty much trying to reconstruct uh, uh, civilization. Mm -hmm. Okay, and um, Denzel Washington was uh, one who was a born. He was not uh, a born again believer prior to the rapture, but then you know he had a. an event with God, he had a, a visitation with with God, and he became a messenger for God in uh, the post-life after the rapture, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, more of the story was that he had the most important book in the world, which was the Bible. Oh, but wow. there were people who wanted the Bible for ill-gotten gain because they believed that the Bible um, could manipulate people. And get people to do certain things that were negative, but that's not what the Bible's for. Right. The Bible is to spread the good news, mm-hmm. and so uh, Eli, uh, so Denzel Washington character defended uh, the Bible. He protected the Bible till he can get it to the right people to actually publish the Bible mm-hmm. and get the message of hope out, which is the gospel, which is the good news. Okay, wow. so which lets us know about influence, mm-hmm. and the reason I'm talking about influence is because I am so baffled. Uh, you know, and, I, and let me say before I say this, you can support anybody you want. Okay. I believe that in America, we have a choice to support who we want to support, but right is right and wrong is wrong. And I believe that when you are a person of influence, you have a responsibility to live up to a type of moral standard and to support a moral conduct that uh, uh, that simple that that exemplifies I should say not simplifies but exemplifies goodwill towards men okay whether you're white whether you're black whether you're Latino whether you are um, uh, Asian whether you are uh, Russian whatever you are okay you of, that have a platform have a responsibility mm-hmm. whether you're in media whether you are a preacher whether you are a motivational speaker you have a responsibility <laughs> to make sure that you promote goodwill towards men okay but then again you got some people who have influences and they promote hate division divisiveness racism and they use these influence for for power, for for uh, personal gain, uh, for personal influence, or whatever the case might be. So my question and my topic today is: Black preachers who support Donald Trump. I know it seems kind of controversial, and I get that. And I'm gonna have some people on here that uh, man that don't agree with what I'm getting ready to get into, and I get that. But I don't give a damn. Because I want to know, why do black preachers support Donald Trump? And and my thing is that if you are a black preacher in our community and you see the struggles of black America, how can you support somebody that promote hate and racism? Because I'm looking at it like this. For the last 16 years, and you and I talked about this, Darvio. Uh, even in the Bush uh, administration, they acknowledged that there were. Uh, they warned about it. In they two, warned in 2006 right. about the rise of white nationalism. Right. And the rise of white nationalism. And so when you have a president and Donald Trump, who at his campaign rallies promote the 
image and the attitude and the energy that give these people life. How is it? How is it that a black preacher can stand in agreement with this? What 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 is the game? What is it? Is it money? Sassy's over here praying. <laughs> you know what? Because I'm because so here's the thing. You cannot be scared to deal with the issues. Yes, Obama did great, and a lot of a lot of a lot of uh, policies that he passed, everybody didn't agree with. And some policies that he, he passed, I didn't agree with. But he was responsible with his influence. Black preachers that are irresponsible that that are in our community have a responsibility to be responsible with their influence. Well, let, let me ask you this. I, I mean, I, I'm totally in agreement that, you know, people support who they want to support and do whatever they want to do. I can't tell you who to support because I don't support them. I don't expect right. you to. So do you expect Caucasian preachers to support him because of their race? Yes. Why? And because of the money. Mm. Listen, when you look at the Paula Whites of the world, you look at the Kenneth Copelands of the world, the Jesse Duplantis of the world. Hey, Pat Robinson of 700 Club. They support Donald Trump. Of course. They support, they, they are a Republican-based uh, constituency that support Republican-based uh, policies. But there are as some are, blacks as that are, are 70, Right, 70% of evangelicals vote Republican. There yeah. are some blacks that are Republican, too. That is true. Give me a percentage. Okay, well, let me. So it let's, let's, let's talk about yeah, because you know I know that you know I know I the know numbers. I know you know the numbers. Without so. me looking, he can tell you right off the bat. But so depending on the candidate, depending on the candidate, it can be anywhere from eight to twenty-five percent, something like that. Okay, of the black of the black community. So when Trump ran in two thousand sixteen, it was he, about it was about twenty percent. He, or something he like got that. no, he got eight percent of the black vote overall, but he got sixteen percent of black men. Mm. Black men, right? The reason why his black why the black vote overall was so low is because it was like ninety something percent of black women that, that <laughs> voted for Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Clinton. Right. right? But he won sixteen percent of black men. So then the question becomes then. If you are a person of influence in the community that can identify with uh, our struggles as a black community, how is it that you can support that? Why? Because he's because he's done some things for the black community. Well, then my argument would be that, hey, Obama tried to do some things, but in a gridlock government, he was limited to doing those things. Well, here's so, the, here's so I mean, so now so we can argue that. So right. Now, well, here's 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 the thing, though. Oh, and about that, too. We have to keep in mind. Just like uh, Trump's first two years, Obama's first two years, he had total, they, they had total control of government. Right. And there wasn't a lot of things that they got done at that period of time, too. So I know a lot of people like to talk about gridlock, and Trump's people talk about gridlock now. But in Trump's first two years, just like Obama's first two years, they both had total control of government. So I they could have did, so did whatever they wanted. But at the time, the same issue that happened uh, concerning Trump is the same issue that happened with Obama is their own party right. was fighting amongst each other. 
and couldn't get stuff done. So that's what happened there. We now let me now now let me let me address the point that you're making. Now I'll just say for the record, I'm not a Trump supporter. I've never been a Trump yeah. supporter. I've, I have the scars to prove it. I've written articles about him uh, negatively, and and I've been attacked by neo Nazis and all kinds of stuff. 2016, I had to watch my back and watch where I went, like it was real. Right. So so I just want to put that out there. But I will say I will tell you the arguments that I hear from people as to why they are able to separate him from the stuff that comes out of his mouth. But we have 30 seconds left, so I'll answer that on the other side of the break. Hey, well, listen, this is hey, this is the Jeff Brown Show. Listen, I want to hear from a black preacher today that supports Donald <laughs> Trump. It's okay. We Listen, we're not being biased. We're not going to be irresponsible. We're right. just going to – we want to get your take on it because I want to know how can you support a man who caged kids – who separate kids from their parents. Yeah. I want to know, how is it that you can support a man who incites hate and, and, and racism? I want to know. So hit me up. Let's talk about it. We'll be right back after this commercial break. What's going on, everyone? It's your man's Aaron Malik here. Feel free to go and stream my new single, Cool, Calm, and Collected, featuring my lovely label mate, Brittany Franklin. Watch as I saddle up in a Tesla when I used to walk everywhere. Look where I ended up. My mind is rich and my legs are super tough. Comfy in my own skin. And I don't stress as much. Dad, I hope you're still looking down seeing me grow up. I'm taking my time and doing it right for once. You can get it on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, and all other major platforms. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Jeff Brown Show. On the FCB Radio Network. And we're back and we're back talking about black preachers <laughs> that support Donald Trump. In lieu of the mass shootings and killings and all of the hate racism uh, campaigning that has been uh, oh my God! That has taken our country by storm. Um, um, you have said that, uh, uh, Dario, that the um, first two years of of Obama and Trump, um, they their had, party had total control of government. Let me say this: in both cases, That's and yeah, but there was two diff- two different scenarios. Of, of conditions that our country was in. When Obama came in, we were losing over 700,000 jobs a month, okay? I agree with that. that with, that's with, yeah, that's yeah, true. Okay. That's true. Um, when um, Donald Trump got voted, he was the lesser of two evils. 
We oh, knew, yeah, that's why yeah. he won. That's yeah. why he won. Yeah, that's why he won. And he it came into like we all know that. Pick your poison. Okay, we all know that. So did nobody vote for Donald Trump because he was qualified? People voted for him because he was the lesser of two. I know people who voted for him that that don't like him. That still don't like him. Right, right, right. So, so, but when he came in office, well, listen, but when he came in office, the economy was doing very well. And it's still doing very well. So it's nothing that he's done in his for in his two years to even make the economy better. There's nothing he's done. I would disagree with that. Mm. I you had to give me his, you had to give the, the what, economy. What, a lot of the stuff that he's done on the economy is the only thing that I agree with him on. What has he done? So first of all, let's talk about the tax cut. The tax cut is the reason why you've seen this, the stock market shoot up the way it has. Now his stupid. Uh, tariff policy is the reason why the, the stock market is going back down. But the record, the record growth that we've had, I got it. Look, I don't like him, but I'm fair, so, so I will give him that. So and there's and there's more in that in that bill than the tax than just the tax cut. The opportunity, uh, the so, opportunity okay. zones are huge for communities of for I, our communities. Uh, okay, and I get that. And, so I give and, him that. So let's let me ask you another question though. What makes you think that Obama didn't try to do that? Because he didn't that how, particular how poli- that particular policy he didn't put on he didn't even put on the table. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. But here's the thing. Let's go. Let's go back once again. When your party has total control of government, you really have no excuse. You can pass whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I you can pass you. whatever you want. So, so in in the the same the same way that. All the crap that Trump talks about healthcare now. Well, your party had, his party had full control of government too. His first two years, they could have did whatever they wanted to and did nothing. Obama's administration, the first two years, they had total control of government. So let me ask you. So when you have total control of government, right. you have no excuse. But he needed, and Obama needed a total control of government because we were in a place where our country was heading towards disaster and we were in disaster i agree with and that he, but once he, you have the power you could do whatever you want to it was yeah. on them but guess what to he, not what do, he do he fixed the economy gave us health care he provided a policy that would give people opportunity for for health care we're not saying that the bill is perfect we're not saying that the bill is it's not uh, it's not perfect but if he put something in place that would help people that have pre uh, pre-medical conditions that would be able to get... Uh, no and, one is, dis- is, spu- is disputing that. So, but now, when you have total control of government, you can pass whatever you want. Right. So my and if you don't, is, that's on you. So my question is, outside of... Let's just... Okay, let's... Outside of the empowerment zone, because you said the, the, the tax bill was good, but none of the money that... That that the wealthiest people got through the uh, tax bill, they didn't do nothing with it because that money's supposed to trickle down to to the to 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 the uh, middle class and lower class America. That is not true with the opportunity zones. The opportunity zones. No, no, that's, I didn't that's, talk about that's that. I'm not to me that, that is the that's the that's the biggest part well, as far as the things that well, I care we're talking about. about Listen, well, for you, yeah, because I'm, I'm a black man in an urban city. That's I that's what you. I care about. Me too. But guess what? <laughs> but outside of that, when you talk about people's taxes, nobody, people I know have said, hey, you know, my taxes ain't the same. You know, I ain't get that much money back. And when you look at some of the tax coding in that in that law, it ain't gonna help nobody in the next seven eight years for real. That money is the, the money that they're supposed to get back. It's you know, it's only borrowed time. But once that 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 particular bill, that particular tax bill, is going to put us in a major, major hole, man. But here's the, the, the but, but, but here's here's the thing: if we want to talk about that, then we got to blame the last. We got to blame Trump and the last four presidents before him. 
because we've been in debt oh, for, was, for 20, 25 years. Yeah. Bill Clinton was the last one that had a balanced budget. Everybody after that has blown up our budget. So regardless of what you do, until people start addressing the fact that the government is spending more money than it's taking in, we're going to be in a pro- we're going to be in a problem no matter what. I agree with because that. We haven't but had a balanced budget that, since but Bill Clinton. I do Clinton. believe Obama did take steps in trying to balance the deficit. But I want to make sure that we stay on track here. Black preachers in our community. I am opening my phone line for a black preacher <laughs> to give me reason why they support Donald Trump. Now, you say you got the answer, right? Yeah, I do. We got to go, right. we, we go to break, though. All right, well, come on back. Darvio got the answer. He said he, This is what they told me. I'm not saying I agree Darvio's with it. a black preacher, and he said he's going to tell us what's going on. <laughs> Don't be lying on your Don't line like that. <laughs> All right, just making up stuff. We'll be right back Black preachers that support Donald Trump We'll be right back What's going on everyone It's your man's Aaron Malik here Feel free to go and stream My new single Cool, Calm, and Collected Featuring my lovely label mate Brittany Franklin Watch as I saddle up in a Tesla When I used to walk everywhere Look where I ended up My mind is rich and my legs are super tough Comfy in my own skin And I don't stress as much Dad, I hope you're still looking down Seeing me grow up I'm taking my time and doing it right for once you can get it on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, and all other major platforms. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Jeff Brown Show on the FCB Radio Network. And we're back and we're back <laughs> talking about black preachers in America that support Donald Trump. Hey, <laughs> you know what? Elijah Cummins, I was just saying this during break. Uh, Elijah Cummins, um, who is one of the most powerful people in the black community, okay? Historian, civil rights leader. Yeah, I have a lot have, of respect yeah. for him. We have, you got to have respect for Elijah Cummins. Yeah. Here's my problem with all of this. Donald Trump says Baltimore is rat. Rat infested. Rodent. No, no. Rat, rodent. Rodent rat, infested. We got to get rat, his insults yeah, yeah, right. Right, right. Rat, rodent <laughs> infested mess. Yeah. Oh, so, boy. So who's the rat and the rodents? My question. And then you insult not only an urban community, you insult one of the, one of the most historical figures in the black community. Yeah, that was bad. None of the black preachers that went to the White House even came out and said anything. All they, they, they said, hey, man, we don't agree with him talking about Elijah Cummings. This man fought for the civil rights of all of us. Yeah. 
if this man hadn't been on the front lines with Dr. Mark, with Dr. With Dr. Martin Luther King and some of our other civil rights leaders, we wouldn't be able to do and, and do some of the things that we're doing today. No question. Do you agree with that? Oh, no question. So how in the hell y'all as black preachers are supporting a man who can insult our black leaders and not even take up for the man? I'm trying to get this. I'm trying to understand this. I'm trying to make this make sense. I need a black preacher who supports Donald Trump. Maybe, okay, check this out. Maybe you don't support Donald Trump. Maybe you got a perspective that's that's 50-50. You know, you're not Republican, you're not Democrat, but you're a black preacher. Maybe we can get you on. Maybe we can have you call in. Maybe you can render uh, a perspective that we don't see. Now, Darville, you said you had insight on why black preachers support Donald Trump, and you say you disagree with it? Yeah, I, look, I, I'm going to tell you what they tell me. Now, when I looked at it, during the election, I made a different decision because I could not get past the things that come out of his mouth. Right. <laughs> um, but for a lot of people, and not only just black preachers, but a lot of his supporters, but black preachers in particular, because that's what we're talking about. People, what I always hear is people are always preaching, ignore what he says and look at what he does. So when they do that, they're talking about, they're talking about the opportunity zones. They're talking about the criminal justice reform. They're talking about things like that, that would, that, that he did support for whatever reason that would have a positive impact on our community. So that's the argument that I hear from a lot of them. I, I disagree with it. Cause although I support all the stuff that I just, that I just listed, I can't get over the things that he says and does. And I, I do believe that it has a negative impact on our country when he when he attacks people in the way that that he attacks when he acts like a petulant child i think it's not good for the country but the pe- but the response that i get the response that i get are people saying we know we know he he is who he is don't pay attention to what comes out of his mouth pay attention to to what he does okay so now my question is so in other words turn the other cheek huh you see wrong, don't say nothing about it. Don't. Ignore what he hey, says, oh, look so, at what he so does. So ignore basically. all the wrong, but but be, you know, that's like a modern-day Pharisee. Would you, could, you, you could say that. It's you like a modern-day Pharisee. That's, you know, that's, a, that's a fair. That's a, is that a fair assessment? That's, that's, that's a is fair that a fair assessment? That's a fair critique. Yeah. It, and it makes no sense. Like, well, let me, you know, I know I said some stuff. Put a disclaimer on it. No way, shape, or form do... Sassy support Trump. Nobody on this show supports Trump. Nobody. That's why I thought when I said something about the Caucasian, that's my disclaimer. I think he's a complete idiot, but I'll leave my comments to myself. So basically, you're saying that's just like, okay, you throw the rock and hide your hands. I see you throw the rock, (laughs) but I'm not going to tell nobody you threw the rock because you you targeted where it was supposed to go. Right. And here's here's the other thing, too. Uh, with, with, With a lot of these pastors... Uh, many of them that you're talking about who support Trump are are politically conservative anyway, yeah. right? So they yeah. already have a, a bent towards supporting a Republican right. candidate to I pre- a president you. no matter what. My argument has always been this is not a, a regular Republican. This is right. a different – He's a not different, even a politician. This is yeah. a different dude. That, yeah, that's, always, is, that's always this man been my is not argument. A, it's not a politician. He's a he's – a, um, He's a renegade. He's, right. You know, he's... And, and, and I've heard people, and, they, and, they're, and the people okay, that I've Pastor talked to, G. and the people that I've talked to, they're sincere when they say, like, they, they, they're sincere when they say this. I've had people tell me, well, look, I can do more good 
in and using my influence with him than out. But that, and, that's and they their and they believe that. They believe and they believe that. that. My my issue with that is he don't listen to nobody. But see, the so, what's the point so, what about, so what's the well, point so of having about, an influence? So what about the separation of church and state then? Yeah, but now, you, well, with that, now you're getting into a, a huge Pandora's box, which will impact a lot of Christians, even Christians who don't support Trump right. in a negative way. Well, so just, you don't, I mean, that's a Well, what I'm saying is, is this. If you're supporting a man who says he can stand on, on the middle, in the middle of, of, uh, of uh, Fifth Avenue Fifth and shoot Avenue. somebody and not lose any voters. And not lose any voters. He wasn't, he wasn't lying either. And he <laughs> wasn't lying. If this is but his voters, his voters roll with him. Listen, man, man, them, thick and thin, man, man. I've never seen anything like it, man. <laughs> nobody, even the Republican Party, uh, Moscow Mitch. I mean, nobody's calling this man out. Nobody is saying, "Hey, man, we're wrong. We're do- we are. We need them. We need has- common sense gun, uh, common sense gun reform. We need, and you know, and, and let me say this too: when Obama wasn't in, in the in the presidency. He did try to uh, bring about criminal justice reform, and again, it was a lot of major. It was major gridlock. So I just want to throw that out there, man, because I don't want people to think that because Donald Trump has had uh, criminal justice reform, that this is something uh, he was planning on doing. Well, but here's but here's the thing. He though, had, and this is but but here's here's he a th- cap, he's an opportunist, man. But, but here's but here's the thing, though. Most politicians are opportunists. So at the, at the end of the day, and this is this is why I'm always saying, look, I don't like him. I've never liked him. I probably never will like him. But I'm fair, and I have to be fair. If you do something that I agree with, regardless of the reason why you did it, I have to give you credit for doing. Which is it. the same way, like you were saying, with some of the black preachers by them right. being conservative politicians. It doesn't matter what Republican was in there; they were going to support him. Yeah. Or her, yeah. but it's just with this idiot Armand. It's it's just so confusing that <laughs> idiot, I don't care he's, how he's much different, man. how much it, of a politician you are, yeah, <laughs> and how much you support. At some point, common sense should set in for these preachers to say, "Yes, I'm conservative and I'm political and I'm Republican, but this guy is retarded." Well, and and, and, and the, the stuff that he's doing is insane. Is retarded. Well, and the problem is. That they don't address. It's one thing if you say, okay, I support whatever, this policy or that policy. But when he does something crazy, you got to say something about it. And if you don't say nothing about it, that's when you lose your credibility. So so let me ask you a question. So why, okay, so let's talk about this now then. Since since you talk about the the black preachers and their reasoning. So why have none of these black. You got like 30 seconds, by the way. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, we got a little bit more to talk about, though. But <laughs> listen, why didn't the black preachers come out? Any of those black preachers that met with Donald Trump on the same day that he insulted Elijah Cummins come out and say anything over the weekend when these people just lost their life? I don't know. They yeah. should have. Oh, definitely. They should have. Definitely. This is what I'm saying, man. They should have. It's game, man. But listen, we'll be right back, man, okay. after these messages. Listen, man, we not here, the dog black preachers. We just want an uh, honest answer from uh, from our from the black preachers in our community, okay? What is going on? We'll be right back. What's going on, everyone? It's your man's Aaron Malik here. Feel free to go and stream my new single, Cool, Calm, and Collected, featuring my lovely label mate, Brittany Franklin. Watch as I saddle up in a Tesla when I used to walk everywhere. Look where I ended up. My mind is rich and my legs are super tough. Comfy in my own skin. And I don't stress as much. Dad, I hope he's still looking down seeing me grow up. I'm taking my time and doing it right for once. You can get it on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, and all other major platforms.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is the Jeff Brown Show. On the FCB Radio Network. And we're back and we're back and we're back talking about black preachers that support Donald Trump. Um, we will get Pastor Greg George on. He has he has uh, decided to uh, we're going to reach out to him and get him on uh, later part of the show. But here's a question I got, and maybe somebody can um, answer this on Facebook Live as well. Do black preachers or preacher? Period. Let's even say black preachers. Period. Do they have a responsibility to their political beliefs or to the people? That belong to God, to God, the people, or the political belief, because you can't really separate the two. Because if you are a pastor, and the people belong to God, and God is giving you the calling to be a pastor or and the influence in in that local assembly, then you would have to say that God and the people are 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 you know in the same category versus your political belief. Well, I would argue that you can't separate the three. Or that you shouldn't separate the three. Your political beliefs should line up with what the word says. That's yeah. especially, particularly if you are a preacher. Okay. So, the, so the, the, the people that you support should have views that are closest to what your faith, what your faith influenced you to believe. Now, so. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> so if God is love and he promotes hate, how does that work? That's a fair argument. It is. I mean, at the end of the day, I made a different decision. So, right. So I agree with you yeah. there. Yeah. So because then, yeah, my other I agree question with you. There. Okay. So then when the Bible says, can two walk together, except they agree, what agreement do you have with hate and racism as, as a spiritual leader in the community? When you have people that are broken, that are, that don't have jobs, they're hurting. They are, they are, um, they are uh, what we call um, uh, when um, they are uh, they are judged according to the color of their skin. They're not judged by the content of their right. character. Right. Okay. So all of these things are going on. You know. Now you're saying that you're supporting somebody who said on Fifth Avenue if they shot somebody that he would not lose support. Not only that, you are supporting somebody who is caging kids, children. They have imprisoned. Children whose family is trying to see family brought them here. opportunity. There, there was they no fault to, of the children. There's no fault of the children. Yep. They separate. They fa- separate them from their families. Yeah. So my question is, as a 
preacher, especially a black preacher, how is it mm-hmm. you can support that? So this is my argument. If God is love and you just said that the preacher, politi- yeah, that, that, that their political the beliefs should, should have should line should line up with God's word. Right. Right. But if we but if we're going to go down that road, then we have to be honest about the fact that neither party <laughs> neither party really they both parties have views on certain positions that are contrary to what God to what God teaches that. us in the word. And if we're gonna be if if we're gonna be honest about that, which well, is listen, why I'm not a fan of neither one. But, but listen, here's the thing. When Obama passed certain laws, I was not a fan of it. But I understand why he passed it. You know, certain laws. I was not a fan of it. I understand why he passed it, okay? But at the end of the day, you know, Obama never Regardless of what he what he what he believed or what he disagreed upon, he never disrespected no race. I agree with that. Okay, mm-hmm. so at that. so at the end of the day, there's no comparison to what Obama and and this man Trump has done. Okay, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Obama took a lot of criticism based on the fact he was the first black president True. ever. True. Okay. True. Mitch McConnell said, Moscow Mitch said they are going into a gridlock, that they're not doing anything to work on any common sense reform, no laws or anything. True. Okay. So at the end of the day, the Re- the Democratic Party have not said that to Donald Trump. They have not said that they're not going to. Listen. Seriously? They not like what they did. There's no comparison, man. See, this is see this is see this is the thing. This is the thing. And we talked about this during the break when you said it's game. And I said it's all game. It's all game. <laughs> like most I can count. I can count the handful hey, of politicians that I think on on any side that I think are genuine people really trying to do the will of oh, the people. Oh, sure. Sure. It's a it's a game, man. It's a game, we and they both under, and they both played it, and so, both sides played so the game. But they but, both played. But the, the game. conversation today is how can a black preacher who see hurting that black preachers got more people that's hurting in their community than any any other any of our counterparts, like you know our white. Uh, Caucasian brothers that are pastors, you know what I'm saying? They may have depends some on people. it. It, 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 it may have the, some the, people. The pastors in Appalachia got got a lot to deal with too now. Okay, we, and, <laughs> I understand that. I, I there get there that. are parts there are parts of, of Appalachia that look worse than any ghetto in America. Yeah. And I get that, but we talking about America, Jack. We ain't talking about Appalachia. We Appalachia talk. is in America, brother. Oh Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Y'all you got too riled up. You done forgot. The Appalachian, part of Appalachia is in your state. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's because you don't go down there. We don't go down there. Oh, yeah. We don't. We ain't allowed to go That's that's foreign. They got a border wall down there. I don't even know how to. My GPS don't take me. Oh, Appalachia? That sounds like a country. Is it Appalachia? No. My GPS don't take me. Is it any black preachers in Appalachia? Can we get somebody? It might be one or two. I don't know. <laughs> Can we get one of them to come on the show? No, Jeff, we get what you're saying. And like when of you course. was saying, you know, uh, who should they be for? The uh, people, the, like me and Darvio said, they definitely should be for God. But it's almost like these preachers are supposed to be shepherds. Yeah. You're supposed to lead your flock. Yeah. And these people, they, these are your sheep. And it's like, it goes back to what you said with the influence. You're an influencer because the sheep is only going to follow the shepherd. There you go. So at the end of the day, they're influencing, but 
I think at, they don't want to be crucified either. Mm. This man is doing this. I support him, but if I say I don't support him or I go against him, what are they going to say and about that's, me? And, and knowing their that's political a good point. background. Yeah, and that's and the other thing too is a, one of the reasons why a lot of people don't speak out when he does things is because he operates in fear. He, Absolutely, he I, attacks people mercilessly. It's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. They act. They they're operating in fear, and then not only that, they don't want most of these black preachers. If you notice, they're pretty big preachers that are very well known, shall I say, in their community, and they don't want to be known to have a bad. Well, day. one we know for sure in our community. I ain't. I don't even think. He, I, I'm trying to figure out uh-uh. how's he gonna get to how's he going to Baltimore to do anything? Oh Lord! I know y'all don't want to talk about it because y'all, you know, I'm just trying to figure it out. Oh, like, Lord. what are you doing here though? Like, how uh. are you helping us here though? You know, I'm just saying though. I expect you, you know, y'all laughing. I'm and serious. We have a minute left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God. I don't care. What are you doing? That, man. Listen, I don't care nothing about that. I'm just asking a common sense question. Hey. It's almost like Jeff got that thing. What, what did Bernie Mac used to say? I say things that you don't want to say. Yeah, I'm just saying, man. <laughs> like, I'm listen, not going to say I'm gonna I don't say agree with it. Yeah, I'm going to say what. Well, a little say, more conservative with it. Listen, I say what people want to say, but they don't. They can't say yeah. it. They don't have the platform. I got a platform. And I just want to know what's going on. And you don't care if they come for you either. No, because I'm going to come for them. <laughs> oh, Lord. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not here to. To, to 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 hurt nobody. I want oh. I want I want common sense answers because at the end of the day, I believe that our community should have black powerful people mm-hmm. that we should be able to look look up to, and not trying to not trying to send us to the wolves. Definitely, and I just believe that. And if you're trying to put us in the in the in the room with the wolves, if we're sheep and you're trying to put us in the room with the wolves. Somebody I ain't getting not, ate up. Listen, I ain't, I'm coming listen. out. The wolf might not, but I'm um, yeah, out. you know. But it's he, like who's there to help us? Who's that's, right. that's well, all and, I'm but, saying. And, and and here's here's the thing though that I want everybody to also think about. My issue with a lot of the the people that we're talking about is that they're ineffective. They don't get a lot of things done. Yeah. But I'm not necessarily opposed to you being in the room with a bad person if you can get good things done. If we look at the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and the Voting Rights Act of 1965, Lyndon Johnson was an open bigot, mm-hmm. but he still signed the Voting Rights Act and the Civil Rights Act, which which freed a lot of black folks. Mm-hmm. So Our sometimes country. some sometimes that happens, especially when you're That's in a true. country where a lot of the presidents have been racist. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, that's a good point. That's a good point. I like that. Well, listen, man, we got more dialogue to come on, and uh, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. We thank you so much. We'll be right back with more Hot Topics. What's going on, everyone? It's your man's Aaron Malik here. Feel free to go and stream my new single, Cool, Calm, and Collected, featuring my lovely label mate, Brittany Franklin. Watch as I saddle up in a Tesla when I used to walk everywhere. Look where I ended up. My mind is rich and my legs are super tough. Comfy in my own skin. And I don't stretch as much. Dad, I hope you're still looking down seeing me grow up. I'm taking my time and doing it. You can get it on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, and all other major platforms. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Jeff Brown Show on the FCB Radio Network. We're back and we're back talking about the relationship corner and relationship topic. This girl is crazy. <laughs> oh my! She just over there. She just humming hey, Negro spirit. Like she just be in her own world. Right. Like we we like we not even here. Like Flash. she be in her own world. Like I just be looking. Like she don't even pay attention to the sign to come in back out the break. She yes, just, I do. She be making all type of noises and stuff. I told you she was just over there humming Negro spirits. <laughs> I don't even get it. But time for the relationship corner. <sighs> What's going on with you? I'm being crucified over here. <laughs> <laughs> Why y'all being so dirty to me? I didn't see the signal. Anyway. We, we over we, it. Yeah, we good. <laughs> no. Anyway. So, you are, you've been dating for a while, but you're dating someone outside of your race. So in the midst of you dating this person, you've kept this person a secret on both ends because you and her, since we always speak from both genders, know that your family would not agree with or they're not fans of dating outside the race. So while you're dating, and like I said, you kept it a secret, you guys become pregnant. So you approach your family now because you're pregnant and say, hey, listen, I've been dating this guy or I've been dating this woman and, you know, she's of another race, but now she's carrying my child. They tell you that they will not accept him or her and basically give you an ultimatum. You choose us and we'll help you take care of this child or you choose him and never talk to us again. What do you do? I'm choosing my family. Are you? No, After they give you that ultimatum? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Are you? No, I'm joking. I'm not for real, for real. So let me run this back. So you get it, you having a, uh, you're dating somebody outside your race. Y'all get pregnant and um, you go to your family and they say. And which you has tell been them, a secret pretty which, much. Yeah, it's been a secret. Right. You you know, you know, your family don't uh, agree with dating uh, with um, uh, what is it uh, interracial interracial thank you interracial right. dating and you all get pregnant there's a baby on the way you go back to your family and say hey I've been dating uh, such and such they are uh, uh, they're not black they're mm-hmm. whatever they are and we have a baby on the way right. and uh, we need your support and your family gives you an ultimatum mm-hmm. either say uh, either you're going to go with them or you're going to go with us but if you go with them then you can basically eliminate us out of your life. Absolutely. I'm going to go with, uh, hey, you know, listen, man, I, I came to die my seed, and I can't, you mm-hmm. know, and I can't do that, man. You know, at the end of the day, I think uh, that's a deep scenario because a lot of people deal with that. They do. And, um, you know, for, for, for a person to, for people, a group of people that's supposed to be your support, whether they agree with you or not mm-hmm. or they disagree with you, you know, you should not take it out on your family because right. that baby is 
a part of your bloodline. Right. You know, regardless of how you look at it, how you how it's fared, that's a part of your bloodline. Mm-hmm. That's a part of the legacy. That's a part of the lineage. And, um, you know, unfortunately, there are a lot of families that alienate and mm-hmm. they uh, put Good away race. their mm-hmm. bloodline because they are outside of you can't control who you fall in love with or you know who you date and i think at that moment you don't you telling me to possibly eliminate this man out of my life and i'm not gonna let never what i say you can't see your child or you can't do this this may be your soulmate the man or woman that you're gonna marry the man you may spend the rest of your life with but you telling me don't even see don't even take that opportunity to find the rest of this out you're not married but you don't know what you're missing out on but i'm not gonna say you can't see your child because my family no i will have Have you ever dated a white man i completely agree no have you ever dated a mexican (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna go down the list any (laughs) what about arab listen no, didn't I say no? Indian. I have. What I about have to, Indian? What about Chinese? China? <laughs> no. Japanese? I have no. Asian? <laughs> <laughs> Native American. Native American. I'm trying to think. <laughs> no, I have never dated outside my race. You sure? I'm thinking. <laughs> no. Uh, you had to think that hard? Yeah, let me think. Wow. You been with that many? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna no, say no, that. What you think? I'm I wasn't gonna say mind. that. You Damn. said, what, what do I think? <laughs> so Damn. I know she tried to go back to the topic. <laughs> Damn. I wasn't gonna say that. <sighs> but I was very curious as to why it took you so long to, Gee, to go through your mental Rolodex. <laughs> I had to think about it. Yeah. I'm think a, I gotta think about it. <laughs> Damn. Let me think. Uh, well, while she thinking, Darvio. Uh, yeah. what, what so I'm in. Do? I'm in complete agreement with you, and think. I'm in complete agreement with Sassy. Like first I of all, I did date a Puerto Rican guy before. Okay, so okay, you, 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 you found one. You found one. Okay, it wasn't yeah. really dating though. It was more of a sexual pleasure. Thing. No. <laughs> oh. but moving, moving right along. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean to what me, they if, have in common? But if, if 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 my family. Is that petty yeah. and that bigoted to try to make me deny my seed? Right. It's deep. Right. That's um, very deep. I don't want you around me or my right. kid. Right. Right. If, if, if you like that, I don't want you around me or my child. Right. Because you know what that is? That's that to me is you know what? It's it's uh it's bitterness. It is. And the bitterness comes from um from Let's just take. Let's just go there. Blacks and white. Let's just talk about mm-hmm. it. Okay. Yeah. Black people still today, even though we see uh, the white nationalists, the white uh, 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 supremacists, supremacists come out. There are black people that are black nationalists. You know, and yeah. oh yeah. And, and, but what they're doing is they're building up the communities. They're buying homes. They're trying to make you know to house people that are homeless. They're trying to find people jobs. So they're doing all these things right in their community. Um, in a nonviolent movement, but but when you look at uh, the history of what we went through as blacks and what and and the and those and white people and how they treated blacks, mm-hmm. how they treated Native Americans, okay. So you know, at the end of the day, there are a lot of blacks and Native Americans that mm-hmm. still that are bitter, like that you said. They are yeah. still that's bitter. A great, that's a great word. That's and, a great and, word. And they're bitter. You know, they have moved on, but they're bitter. And and mm-hmm. to to have your bloodline, you know, cross like that, 
you know, to say I'm going to date out, I'm going to date a white woman or a white man, you know, and you're black or you're Indian or whatever, yeah. Yeah. you know, um, that doesn't sit good because you have a with lot of your, yeah. your, your grandparents or your yeah. great uncles. Especially the you know, older, yeah. you know, They're like, oh, hell no. Right. You can't do that. Yeah. What but, are you doing? But you know what, though? The thing I think that a lot of them don't think about, and I, and I really, like, when you, when you said bitter, that's a great word because I really think that hits – that, that really hits the spot of what yeah. we're talking about. But oh, yeah, for sure. Because I, I, I think this, what I think a lot of people don't really consider is we were we have been affected by hatred. We have been traumatized by hatred, the things that have been that have been done to us. Right. But I am not going to allow that to make me hate. Right. You know but what I'm they saying? Teach, they teach their children that. You know, it, it, it's it, you shouldn't like this person because of th- they're this, you know, and it, I think it really sucks that children are being taught to dislike this child or yeah. don't play with this group of people or which because you know, eventually going to grow know kids, up to do kid, it to their kids. Be, because, you know, if kids aren't taught that, they don't know. They see another exactly, kid. Exactly. That's all they see is a kid. And that's why I always say children are innocent, but I'm only doing what my parents told me to. Wow. So it's like, okay, you don't, which, like I said, eventually these kids grow up to be adults and they teach their children, don't play with this group of people or don't talk to this group of people because they are this race, because yeah. that's what they were taught. And that's, and, and, that's, and that's awful. And I think sometimes we are so traumatized mm-hmm. and so bitter and, and so angry, rightfully in some cases, yeah. angry about the things that have been done to us and some of the things that are still continuing to right. happen to us that we that we forget. Like hatred is a funny thing, man, because you can ease it can easily take over you. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And so a lot of times we're not paying attention to the fact that the same thing yeah. that we're in opposition to, That's we're becoming a very powerful emotion. Wow. Well, listen. Oh, I got uh, somewhat breaking news. People still talking about it. ASAP Rocky is back in the United States. So. Yeah, yes, he is. I've seen that. So, I was going to talk about that too on the entertainment and, um, uh, lounge, cool. but I didn't have you all know, the details. It's breaking, but it's really not. But we'll be right back <laughs> with more conversation and more hot topics. This is the Jeff Brown Show. What's going on, everyone? It's your man's Aaron Malik here. Feel free to go and stream my new single, Cool, Calm, and Collected, featuring my lovely label mate, Brittany Franklin. Watch as I saddle up in a Tesla when I used to walk everywhere. Look where I ended up. My mind is rich and my legs are super tough. Convenient my own skin. And I don't stress as much. Dad, I hope you still looking down seeing me grow up. I'm taking my time and doing it right for once. Now you see I'm cool, calm, collected. Works you can get it on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, and all other major platforms. This is the Jeff Brown Show on the FCB Radio Network. And we're back and we're back talking about the entertainment lounge with none other than the lovely side of the show, Miss Sassy. Okay, so this has absolutely nothing to do with a celebrity, but I really wanted to know y'all opinion on this. Mm-hmm. So y'all know Florida is always in the news and it's always bizarre <laughs> about something going on crazy. in Florida. Yeah. So 
recently, a few weeks ago, maybe about a week ago, there was a woman in Florida, her and her boyfriend had an altercation and she is now being charged with <laughs> domestic violence and biting his thumb off. I know what? This, I know this story. <laughs> yes. Bit his go, thumb off. Go ahead and continue, Look at you. This is, a great, this is a great story. I know this story. And I figured y'all would enjoy <laughs> this when I came she, across this. Wait a minute. She bit his thumb off? Yeah. So what happened was it <laughs> says the woman, she's in the Sunshine State, of course, our favorite state. Sound like some neck you would do. Oh, you better leave Ooh. my sister alone. So she got into an argument, which they said was a pretty heated argument. So the news said that the 39-year-old woman, her name is Yacinda, and she's in Lutz, Florida. Her and her boyfriend got into a major altercation. So in the midst of the altercation, she bit off a large portion of his thumb. <laughs> and she left it lying on the floor. She said, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so this just reminds me, and I hate that this was the thought that came through my mind. Mike Tyson biting off Holyfield. I Holy was just thinking ear. about that. That's the first You know, they found <laughs> a piece of his ear that day, too. Yeah, oh sure did. God. It went on, didn't it go on an uh, auction for like $20,000? Yeah, really? yeah, yeah Now that ear. I didn't know, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's I think ridiculous. It did go on auction. So she also, the, the funny thing is she's she done this in front of her children and se- several family members and friends. Wow, she must have oh, so, she yeah. had a house full? Yeah, so it says that <laughs> I didn't see during that the part. physical attack, the father of her children, she, he must have, and, and I'm not, this is not confirmed, but it said, I'm thinking he tried to break it up, so he must have been there. Uh, so with a closed fist and an argument, she kicked him in the stomach. Oh. So, so I don't know how the father of the children got involved, but it says it happened in front of the father of her children, which I'm assuming he tried to stop the fight, kicked him in the stomach and bit his thumb off and left it on the floor. And when police arrive at the scene, they seen the thumb laying in the middle of the living room. Floor. Oh, my God. <laughs> What in the hell is going on with these people? Do not bother a woman in Florida. Florida. Don't, don't, you, don't, you have, don't you have Florida listeners, Joe? Yeah. I do. Well, we won't bother y'all. We're not going to talk about y'all. We promise. We promise. <laughs> y'all imagine, are friends. They know they stay crazy. We're going to Miami in uh, late, late September. Just don't get into altercation I'm with a woman because you're going to come back I'm with no thumb. Some, I'm going to wear some um, thumb protection. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Miami, I don't hear, because we, we have a, a, a segment on my show, The Outlaws, The Floridians, uh-huh. where, we, where we talk about floor, crazy Florida stories every week. I've, I don't see many from Miami. Yeah. So you might be okay. Did yeah, you know I'm that on. she was in a small state, Lutz, Florida? So yeah. Said, well, nobody yeah. even knows I, where Lutz is. I think out of like 30 I, stories we've done, maybe one or two came from Miami. Wow. But, so me, you might be okay. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask y'all, what y'all think about Laura Harvey, Steve Harvey's daughter, Dayton P. Diddy, and she's only 23? <laughs> Isn't but the, here's the the question for me is that's was that's, it isn't that his son's ex? Yep. Yes, it is. But you know they were spotted. It says that they were spotted in Italy having dinner. So Marjorie, a lot of stuff going on. Mm, in Italy. Marjorie, uh, Steve Harvey, P Diddy, and Laura were all spotted having dinner. How could in you Italy date together. with your? How could you date your son's? Ex? The problem is he has children older than her. P Diddy does. Yeah, that's true. So it's like you're dating a 23-year-old. It's almost like with the whole Keisha Cole situation. But you're dating your is son's she, ex. Is she, is she that pretty? <laughs> I don't Well, you know, in the I don't picture remember. that they post, it's a side view, so it's hard to see. But I have seen a picture of her, and she kind of looks like him with hair. So, I mean, Steve I'm Harvey? trying to be nice. <laughs> she like Steve Harvey with hair? You disrespectful. She's, oh, my. She got 
She got the same type of lips too. Steve, if, Steve, if you listen, I ain't got nothing to do with me this either. conversation. Me either. I don't give a damn. She's not. <laughs> she <laughs> looks like that. Th- what here, in here's the, world? the thing. She's not a bad. She's she's not a bad looking girl. I ain't got nothing to do with there this conversation. She is. But she looks young. Oh my she God. looks young. So look, look, yeah, she does look young. She's my dead. problem is, it's like, why are you okay? Guess what? She's only like in forty dating? years. She's and like Steve Harvey. He, he did he what? Forty eight, forty nine, and you dating a twenty three year old? I don't know. Damn it, it's crazy. Oh my God, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, don't I just don't know how you could date, date your son's and ex. Exactly. That's the, and that's that's the, the biggest thing too. to me. How do you yeah, date your so son's ex? All you, you think know, about your son a, and you smash. The I got same a quick woman. story to tell you guys real quick. I know we got to go to break, yeah. but that that actually happened to me with a friend of mine <sighs> some years ago, a long time ago. A buddy of mine, he uh. I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna mention his name. Please but, don't. But he know he know who he is when I when I hear oh, the story. Well, great. That's who so, is it? Dude? Uh, so I was me and my friend, this girl I, was, I used to date. Me and her um, broke up. Well, she broke up with me. She cheated on me, right? But then she came back around. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. This was a long time ago. This was actually one of the first people I ever fell in love with. Okay, she broke my heart. Then came back around. Whatever, whatever. So my buddy, I told him about it and everything, and. Uh, and uh, we were at, this is when the Randall Park Mall was open. And she used to work at the Randall Park Mall. And so he went with me to the Randall Park Mall. And um, make a long story short, I introduced him. You know, not thinking this is, you know, whatever. I'm young, though. You know what I'm saying? But he's a wolf. I'm a goat. Well, I'm a, not a goat. I'm like a, a fox or whatever, you know. Just, <laughs> you know, not knowing that he's, you know, when he saw the girl that he was going to try to knock her off. Mm-hmm. So she calls me like a week later and said, hey, you know, um, you know, your buddy uh, brought me some flowers and, oh, um, and a teddy bear and all this stuff. I said, he brought you what? So I called my buddy. I said, man, how you going to do that to me, man? He said, man, I ain't do nothing. I was trying to prepare your relationship. <laughs> so you never know who's. Well, I still don't think it's cool that you dating a 23-year-old, no matter who daughter she is. Hey. That's just my okay. personal hey, opinion. Well, according to the state of, hey, according to the United States, she's legal. Hey, we'll be oh. right back. We'll be right back. <laughs> I'm dead. Coming up is the (laughs) workout mix, and uh, we got some more stuff coming up in this moment in Black Bitters. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. What's going on, everyone? It's your man's Aaron Malik here. Feel free to go and stream my new single, Cool, Calm, and Collected, featuring my lovely label mate, Brittany Franklin. Watch as I saddle up in a Tesla when I used to walk everywhere. Look where I ended up. My mind is rich and my legs are super tough. Comfy in my own skin, and I don't stress as much. Dad, I hope you're still looking down, seeing me grow up. I'm taking my time and doing it right for once you can get it on spotify apple music youtube music and all other major platforms hey y'all it's your girl sassy and i want to send a special birthday shout out to all our celebrities celebrating a birthday this week we got a vanessa simmons the dance hall queen, Miss Spice, David Mann, Megan Good, the legend Curtis Blow, Michael Bivens, and Mr. B2K himself, J-Bug. Happy, happy birthday, and may God bless you with many, many more. Coming up is this moment in black business from the Jeff Brown Show. This is the Jeff Brown Show on the FCB Radio Network. And we're back and we're back. It's time for this moment in black business. I got a, my team is so out of control. 
And I'm, I'm just, I'm just sick of them right now. I just want to be honest with you. I'm just sick of them. He loves they, they, they are, they have attacked my guests. <laughs> so my guests are, oh my goodness. Listen, it's time for this moment in black business, but this is going to be a special moment in black business because we're dealing with black preachers. Yeah. Uh, that support Donald Trump. And I got my, my good friend, Pastor uh, Greg George on, and um, he's going to give us some insight on that. And um, and I'm not saying he support Donald Trump, but he he does render a perspective that can actually help us understand it. So, Pastor G, you there, man? Yes, sir. I'm here. Hey, Thank man, we appreciate you, man. No problem, brother. We was gonna get you on, man. Um, being that you're the only black preacher I know that uh, actually stepped up to the plate that wanted to come on and, and say something, man. I can't get nobody to come on, man. They don't want to talk on my show, man, for some reason. I'm trying. Why is that? What what? Well. Well, we we have to look at it. Uh, unfortunately, um, the church cannot be associated specifically with a party. It should not be. I'll, I'll put it that way. Because unfortunately, as we all know, uh, evangelicals have a party. Uh, even some and some Baptists have a party. Some uh, AME have a party that they actually associate with on a consistent basis. But if if we as the church are on the side of right, then it should not have a party. It should just be right and wrong. Mm-hmm. What is right for the people and what is wrong for the people? Um, so that's that's the, that's where you'll see the great divide because basically we're picking sides instead of saying, okay, regardless of what side you're on, what is right for the people? Mm-hmm. So that's where we start getting all of the mix and we get the arguing even amongst the church because of how we view uh, certain things. Now, I'll say this, um, as, as, as a man of God, um, if I know that you're doing someone unjustly, no matter where you are, no matter who you are, no matter what you're doing, then at that point, I can't, I should not stand with you if I'm trying to stand on the side of right, regardless of party. And that's and that's where we have to make sure that we start. We understand that it's not about party; it's about right and righteousness uh, when it comes to the church. So let me ask you a question then. So, so are you? Have you? Do you agree with any of the policies that Trump has passed? Uh, have you know uh, that you know maybe that's helping our communities out? You know what? 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 What do you support, or do you support anything? Okay, so um, for, for the, I'll say this for the record because I don't, I don't, um, I don't, I don't mince my words when it comes to certain things. Um, I, I am not a Donald Trump supporter. Okay, gotcha. uh, and I'll, I'll say that just for GP to make sure that everybody understands that. Um, but so the the problem that I have the the a lot of legis- legislation is somewhat of a facade because it sounds good, but the the the, the Devils are, as they say, the devils are in the details because it's not hitting at the core of the basis of the reason why we have the issues when it comes to inner cities. We, 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 no one's willing to address them, address the issues on all three levels. We have an economic issue. We have a, a family structure issue. We have a, a, a uh, an educational system issue. So when you add all three of those together, you get a mass destruction that is the inner cities across the United States of America. Wow. And the problem that we're having is, is that they're not there. Someone may say, okay, well, if we fix the family, then it'll solve all of the issues. But you can't do that if you have a mass incarceration issues. Mm-hmm. So that means the system is actually uh, 
buck against itself to try to fix the family. Well, if we fix the schools, well, then you give me the, the, the child no left behind bill, which was passed, I believe, by uh, George Bush. Yeah. But the problem with that was is it, it shifted funding out of the uh, inner city faster than it actually uh, put into it. Because now you're basing it solely on um, the, the, the success of the student. But economic, if they're economically depressed and they have a, a family structure that are a complete mess, then at that point, they're already at a disadvantage. Of course, they're going to form uh, at a lower rate than somebody who lives in Pepper Pike, whose family, whose family, uh, whose mother is making 100K and the father is making two or 300K. And then at that point, you have somebody with their they, they don't, bills and whether or not the family is together is just not what they have to worry about. I mean, these folks are trying to figure out whether or not they're going, whether or not the light man is going to come to, to shut the power off when they get home. Right. They don't have to worry about those things. So until we're willing as a country to deal with this on all three levels, then no matter what we try to institute, no matter what bill it is, no matter what uh, uh, what what they try to say, what, what they try to how they try to quote unquote fix the inner city, unless we are willing to deal with it on all three levels, it will never work because the the system is not made like that. The system is literally made to weed out, uh, unfortunately, those that are disadvantaged and disenfranchised, aka the African American and Hispanic and Latino communities wow. uh, because of because of how because of how it's structured wow. and, and the unfortunate part is we can't we we have not touched the tip of the iceberg and we can't even get to that part if you want to, to bring it all the way around because we literally have systemic racism that is still existing in this country that we still refuse to ignore and unfortunately the church is silent because some of us don't want to lose the money that we're getting from the federal government and then others don't want to get into the sloppiness of politics but the fact of the matter is is if if, if, if there's something that's, that's politically that's affecting a, a member of the house of God then it's my it's my job to figure out how I can help the people of God to be able to get past this if that means to be um, a little ostracized because people don't want to talk about church and politics because they talk about well well the church is the church and politics are the politics I understand that but the legislation that they're passing directly affects the church whether we'd like to believe it or not Wow. Well, listen, and, and, and that's our problem. Well, listen, man, we've got to wrap up real good, man. Give us the name of your church, man, where we where people can find you. And just I just need you to give me a, a quick, quick prayer, man, praying for the people uh, that uh, lost their lives in um, Dayton and in El Paso, uh, Texas, I mean, Dayton, Ohio and El Paso, Texas. And, you know, just a quick prayer of peace for our country. Absolutely. So, first of all, uh, I am the senior pastor of Kingdom Builders International Ministries. Uh, we're located at 1260 uh, East 49th Street. That's mid, uh, East 49th Street. That's Midtown Cleveland. Um, uh, where we're, we're here to worship and praise the Lord and, and be a blessing to those who come in the house. Um, and I just thank you again for the opportunity to kind of share my heart a little bit. Um, and to kind of uh, kind of bring the perspective uh, of, of the, the stuff that's getting in our country. So I offer this quick prayer. Uh, Father, we thank you for this opportunity to pray for our country uh, and those that are affected by the act of terrorism that has happened in this country. God, so we ask that you would continue to bless and touch the families that have been affected. Even family of the ones who are who are uh, uh, of the ones who are actually committing these crimes. So we're 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 praying for everyone that is involved, that's connected in one way or another, 
that would allow your peace and your wisdom and your love to come out of even something this tragic. We may not always understand the plan, but we know that your plan will always work together for the good. So we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor G, man. We love you, man. And um, God bless you, you, brother. Real, thank you. Real quick, uh, Sassy, what did you learn today? I learned that Jeff is a Donald Trump supporter. Wow. <laughs> what did you learn today, referee? You know what? I thought we had a very good, uh, healthy discussion. <laughs> and it was it was. It more... went better than I thought it was going to go. Right, yeah, because we both thought Jeff was just going to come over here and just drop yeah. bombs. Yeah. <clears throat> but I, I think it was very He contained uh, himself. Good. Yeah, it was, it was, that was, I think it was a very good conversation. And I learned that Sassy got dumped by an Indian. That's why she <laughs> oh. went out with a Puerto Rican. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> hey, this, we'll be right back. See you next week. This is the Jeff Brown Show. Peace. Radio Network. First class broadcasting worldwide.